Welcome to Situationship Central, the podcast aimed at 70s babies and 80s kids, the Situationship Generation. Hello and welcome to the Situationship Central podcast, brought to you by your host, Comfort, without apology, Medea, and the girl in the red glasses on the decks of the ones and twos. Today we are talking black love and all that that entails. I have two wonderful guests with us in the studio. Hold tight, Natalie the Kate lady. Oh, hello, hi. Oh, is that the voice that we're going with? For now, yes. Are we going to do the breathiness <laughs> as well? Will, it will, I think it will develop as we proceed. Right, okay. So it's we're going like to get some, we're going to get some ebonics as we go on. Perhaps. <laughs> welcome, welcome. And then we have... On the, on the other side of the fence, not really on the other side of the fence, but on the other side of the room, even, we have the one like Richie Brave. What's going on, Bana? Sorry. Good afternoon. Very, very nice to be here. Lovely of you Amazing. to join us. Amazing, thanks for having me. I can't <laughs> wait to get into the discussion points. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so you can see everybody's on their bants and it's warm in here. I don't understand why it's so warm in here. Hot is the word. Situationship Central is aimed at 70s babies and 80s kids. We... <coughs> what, what am I missing? I, I missed that. What part I of that definitely wasn't miss? born in the 70s. Were you born in the 80s though, right? Yeah. So what part of that did I'm you miss? I'm a 90s kid and yeah. 80s born. That's the difference, man. You come up from the 80s. It's you true. came up facts, in the 80s. Facts. I was just, it's bad, just come you to mash up my team. It's because when people go on the... So, yeah, when people, to, when people when people like, got... They have to edit oh. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them official podcasts. Can you cut that out, please? No. <laughs> Bad boy podcast. Snoozy. Isn't it? You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> Just say the fucking question, man. <laughs> can so we swear? Can, as you can see, Fuck. we have Agnes. <laughs> we have Agnes in the place. So, yeah. So, like Natalie mentioned... Richie Brave is a broadcaster and presenter. He has a podcast of his own called Brave Brave Conversations, Conversations, which you can find online. Do a little search for that. Um, He is repping Guyana. Guyana. Why did that come out so wrong? Because I was going to say Guyanese, and then I said, you can't say rep Guyanese. Where is that? (laughs) Tell us. Geographically. Can you see the mockery that's <laughs> happening already? Richie Brave is repping Guyana and India. That is correct. Okay. And he is also a staunch Londoner. And he is, as you heard, an 80s baby and 90s kid. Young too. I've got no words. <laughs> Natalie um, is a 70s baby and she's repping London. <laughs> The whole, Caribbean. Can I say something, please? <laughs> when people, you like, w- listen. Yeah. It was a shock. No, because I'm 28. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you're 28 today. No, because I'm always 28. It's my spirit animal age. But why are you just <laughs> 28 you as put, in gang member? 28. You, listen, yeah. What, what we say? Wow. Don't. So you can put my name and my affiliations, Richie. You that's, hearing this? That's very cheap. <laughs> On your form, yeah. Try your best and edit what comes out and what. Did you just... <laughs> 1979 then. <laughs> Yo, cusp. We're feeling cuspy. She said 1979. Cusp. Are you really begging 1979? Cusp. Are we I'm really not going there? Tri- we, uh, so you, you just finished? turned 40? Is that what you said? Wow. 40. No, I'm just checking. Because you 40. thought it was younger than that, didn't it? No
My sister edit? was born in 1979. And she was 40 last Before week. Before people pull out the whole plug on this, <laughs> you see the red button that's Yank the car. You know, Yank at the team. Yank at the plug. <laughs> and what? <laughs> Yank at. Continue. <laughs> Oh, no. You thought something yeah, was gonna make you young. Draw <laughs> I'm laughing because she thought when she said ninety seventy nine, that meant that she was no. But I'm trying to say, if you want to say seventies, then give me seventy nine. Yeah, then, then, no, give me seventy one. Yeah. Okay, forty year old. That's cool. Have seventy nine if it makes you feel better. It, have you finished? This is violence, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I'm feeling quite triggered right now. Anyway, so I'll come back to the description of the podcast because I think you got the gist. It's Aggie. That's what we're doing today. Agginess. So. Today's topic is around black love and the inspiration for the choice of topic came from an Instagram post that I read online where a man was wearing a t-shirt and the t-shirt said, I only date black women and the comments were scandalous. People were quite disgusted that he would wear the t-shirt. People commented that, is this okay? And that made me question why it was even a question. Like, why would you even question somebody dating their mirror image why should that be a big deal so i wanted to invite two very opinionated people that i know hence natalie and richie um who are always debating online and i thought that they would make great (laughs) great subjects for this topic Uh and also because i know that both of them exclusively date their own in inverted commas so i thought it would be good to come together and have that discussion and my and i myself only date black men so i wanted to be able to have a chat about that really and see what what people's thoughts are so richie i'm gonna start with you wow yeah it's going in going in patriarchy it feels patriarchal. Would yeah, you like to go quality. first, Natalie? No, I don't. So we choose. Ladies, my king. The king. The king. We was kind. <laughs> ladies first, Natalie. No, I'm not a lady. I don't want lady. I thought we was going to get out. What's the question? <laughs> no pressure on me. I would like That's to know all. what the drivers are behind your choice to only date black. You know the thing, yeah, right? Let me just say this. You now. know the thing, yeah, right? When the it's conversation difficult. starts like that. It's tricky. It's a sticky one still. I just, I, I'm not saying, you know, like it's never say never, but you know when we're looking at probability when you put your money on a horse? Yeah. The probability the is odds. very high that I will date black for the rest of my life. It just makes sense. I feel like when when you're somebody who's switched on around racial dynamics mm-hmm. and like experiences in society, mm-hmm. I don't want to come home and have to explain why something's racist, you know? Like, you know when you're hurt by something and something happens, I don't want to have to come home and say, babe, like, rah, this happened. Oh, really? Are you sure? Are you sure? Like, I don't have to go through that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just some things that I think are just unsaid. Like, you don't even need to say it. And I think for me, where I've grown up culturally, all of that kind of stuff, that's what I gravitate towards. That's just them black love things, isn't it? Like, that's what's always <laughs> happened. I'm not saying, oh, I'd never date someone. But, like, it's very unlikely. Just because I, the spaces that I'm in, where I go, all of that. Like, and I, I don't always think I consciously do it. It's so unconscious. Like, mm. it's just gravitational pull. It's like, yo, that's for me. So, so if someone of a different ethnicity moves to you, how would you respond to that? It's never happened, really. Ever? But, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, you're young, isn't it? How can that never, ever have happened? I'm trying to think if it has. Do you know what? Like, you know relationships are built on sparks? Yeah. 
chemistry. Like, I'm not out here just fucking, innit? Like, that's the reality. Okay. Maybe when I was younger, I was doing that. But, like, relationships are built on spots, and I've only ever had relationship-based spots with black people. That's okay. my experience. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I've never... It's never gotten to the point where it's like, oh, do you want to date me? I don't think I've even slept with someone who isn't black, actually. Okay. So I just... That is, is what it is. Like, I, I, I don't even... I've never had to state it. Like, I've never had... To, you know, like, that man wearing the T-shirt... Yeah, I don't have to wear the t-shirt. I, what, why am I stating it? It is where it is. Like mm-hmm. it's not even something I'm cognizant of. It just isn't. It, it's second nature to me. Okay. I guess the t-shirt people wear provocative t-shirts these days, don't they? They wear slogans to to spark com- controversy or debate. Personally, I wouldn't do it because I think I understand stating it. I I feel like the t-shirt can be provocative, mm-hmm. and the backlash for that isn't always going to be at me as a black man, the backlash can be for black women as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I can state things online all day, I can wear t-shirts all day, but what am I doing actually day-to-day in life? Mm-hmm. I personally don't feel like it's something that I need to state on a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, it's a behaviour that I exhibit in in my life mm-hmm. and how I date. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Chica, otherwise known as Natalie, how about you? What's your what's your driver for yeah, choosing to only driver? date black? Tell us. I found them eyes there. Such a long answer. Repeat the question. <laughs> oh my day! Answer. Did you say my answer was long? <laughs> this is a part of a podcast, Chica. <laughs> the thing is, never in your life make that mistake. God, that Chica don't sound good on you. All right, no. Chica. What was the question? Genuinely, the question was I'm not even joking. What are the drivers oh. behind you choosing to only date black? <laughs> what was she said? <laughs> <laughs> To a large extent, I think um, I think there is some there's there, I think there's an, an emotional tiredness that comes from having to explain things. So, like you were saying, um, so I give you a story. I like stories. Yeah, stories me good. too. So, on the train today, I have this whole thing about moving out of the way when I'm walking. Oh, let's not. <laughs> so, I've in my mind, I'm like I'm tall and big and black. And I wear berets and colours that don't match and stuff like that because I'm not Jamaican. Of let's so, not let's not. In my head, I'm like, you can't miss me. So today on the on the tube coming here, I'm standing up. It's busy. It's, it's commuting time, and a woman gets on, and she's got on a rucksack and a bag, and she's she's about. And I'm thinking, Bob, you can see me. So normally I wouldn't say anything, and I'd move. Mm-hmm. Not today. <laughs> so I took out my headphones, Ooh. and I said to her. Excuse me, you can see me standing here, right? And she said, yes, yes. I said, okay, very good. And I put my headphones back. She said very good. When she started saying very good, it's a lot. And the reason why I had to do that was because this thing of, you must have been able to see me, but you're behaving as if I'm not here and you're behaving as if I'm supposed to move. Now, if I explain that in this room, Mm -hmm. we generally get it, plus half of which he gets it. If I was someone... Oh, my days. (laughs) Don't send for me, you know. Don't send for me. Are you two really going to do this? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Did you notice I didn't interrupt his long answer? Good. Mm. So if I'm... So then, like you said, Richie, I agree. That thing of having to explain an, a situation like that becomes... would I imagine would be exhausting. Now, I don't know... I don't know any white people that I'd be interested in, in dating in that way just because even white people who are cool are not 
it's like yeah there's there's unspoken things and it's just unspoken the other day i had a status about if you bought a house and someone died in it and people were like yeah i'd burn sage i would um i'd come and pray we would do tro rum and i'm like i know all of those things so what was beautiful about it for me i know when i had my shop when i um got my place my uncle lloyd came and they some rituals. Burn. Yeah. 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 So there was nothing that was unusual. No one was saying, oh my God, that's witchcraft. Doesn't say that all black people get that. Yeah. Doesn't say all black people would appreciate it. Some people say, well, I prayed and that was enough. But I think there are some things that are easily understood. Mm. Like a, sh- a shared cultural affinity. Completely. And even, and I think even, um, maybe you'll come to this later in your questions, I, I still think that there are, obviously there are differences between like, nations. Mm-hmm. And between cultures, and I suppose even between people who are, say, continental African, Caribbean in the UK, Caribbean in the Caribbean. In the islands. In the islands. And so the countries. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I think there would still, uh, when I start talking quiet, it's fun, you know? So I think there would still be that, um, that need to have that, to have those conversations, but I don't imagine that those challenges would be as great as a, as having a, a non-black, not having an African or Caribbean part. Have you ever dated somebody non-black? I did have one date with one dude once. A date? A whole date. Actual, like, sit down and have a conversation mm-hmm. and, and, and share space and time? In Clapham Common, yeah. Wow. How was it? It did exactly what I thought it would do. So by the end, this is over 18's uh, podcast. So he bought strawberries and champagne and that. Mm-hmm. And so you thought outside the box. Right. It's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, so then I used to be cute and slim and that, and I used to work <laughs> in Clapham Common. And um, this is, oh God, years ago. And I used to work in Clapham Common, and I used to walk up the stairs, and I had this one pair of trousers that just fit, they were about this big, but they fit. Mm-hmm. So I was walking up the stairs, and this guy was coming up the stairs behind me, and he was a bit orange. Orange, and I think Trump did, orange. But I think he used to do... Um, Oh yeah, yeah. Bodybuilding. Body yeah. So I feel like it was like the fake, the fake tan, tan to make the yeah. muscles look. Oh, I see. Like that, okay. Right? And so he was like, "Would you like to?" So of course, in the back of our heads, a lot of the time, don't look at me like that. In the back of our heads, a lot of the time, I'm not judging you, nobody. Face, you know? I'm just curious to the story, but I think I've heard it before. So it's you have, right. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So then, in my mind, you kind of go through that. Try something different. Something different. Something different. Right? Because mm. we hear that a lot, isn't it? Mm. Mm. And so we went to the, the, so then the date, and I was like, really, really, Natalie, really? Like this whole social pressure of being different, what's that, really? <laughs> and then um, then I remembered in the in the park on Clapham Common there, we were talking, talking, and then at some stage he asked me if my, if my genitalia was pink inside. Wow! So then I was like, Mate. oh, okay, because of course he did, because of course you would, because why wouldn't he? What on earth? Never watched porn in your life. That was the end of that. <laughs> but obviously, the, the the thing was, and I suppose this is another reason of why <laughs> I couldn't would be because there's the fetishization of yep. it all, Absolutely. and I've had black guys do that whole like, oh my god, your your skin is exactly the kind of shade that I like, and I'm like, wow. mm, that was the end of that too. And that's yeah. a black guy, so much less yeah. worse, in it. So I think the, these are some of the reasons <clears throat> in, in in a very long answer to your question that. It's kind of the big social pull of not explaining it to you as long and I'm tired and I'm at home and I want to be able to relax yeah. into somebody and 
into conversations that just make sense. And then there's the, I'm not here for your bedpost, knocking mm-hmm. off to say, yeah, I've done a black girl, or to say, I've done a fat black girl, or to say, I've done a light skin one and then a dark skin one, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I'm not in it. So mm-hmm. I just think there's that risk of fetish, fetishization, and the minute I hear it, that's done, isn't it? And I might have to cuss you and then go, it's awkward. Yeah, but then you're going to be aggressive, so, you know. Okay, good, I'll take it. Yeah, I was just going to say, give it to them. In those instances, but, you know, I think, I'm, yeah, I can't. And I would always be like, mm, really? Like, really? Like that. And no one needs that in your space of a mm, loving, of a relationship. romantic and relationship. that's what our relationship's meant to be, safe mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You say that, it's interesting. I was listening yesterday um, to a book called Queenie. Um, who wrote Queenie? I can't remember the lady's name. I know her name Candice, was Carty. Oh, Candice. Candice Carty Williams. So I listened to the audio version, which is rare for me because I find audio books quite painful, but I managed to listen to the whole thing and really enjoyed it. And I don't know if it's, if, if the, if the main protagonist is in her thirties maybe, yeah. but she, it was such a painful story. It was humorous. It was really well written and really enjoyable but her interactions with these men oh my days and they were all white and no one was asian one was asian but yeah and he was married no no words and pardon a bit in the car car, yeah it was but he but she even then he still fetishized her and so the whole the whole book just threw me it was just like this is a girl who's just accepted that this is okay, that these these men treating her in this way is okay. And it's in stark contrast to conversations that I've had with younger men who, not interested in dating them in that sense, but conversations that we've had around dating, they're always like, oh, why are you still single? You've got so much to give, why? why? And I'm like, yeah, well, and then we get into conversation and I mention black and they're like, hold on. You only date black men. What the hell is that about? No wonder you're single. And I'm like, wow, what a statement. But um, the general consensus seems to be that you are limiting yourself when you choose mm. to only date your own. You never see and me there with Captain Common. That's what was in the back of my head. That, <laughs> what else do you think sent me there? Maybe you were actually in, attracted to him no, and intrigued. She, no, no, no. Intri- intrigued beyond this is different. But more about the person, the character of the no, person. No, 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 no. It was, it was literally, remember in the old days you used to get chirps, yeah, that. So it was literally <laughs> like a chirping situation yeah. of somebody saying, and and actually it's that it's quite refreshing in the sense of I see you, I like you, I want to get to know you more, yeah. rather than this, are you on WhatsApp, let me message you. <laughs> in that breath. In that, in that, that's how I hear it in my head, right? So... I think, yeah, it, it, but I think there is that pressure of be different, try different. If you're single and not happy, then of course you should be looking, mm-hmm. you know, why you, and, and I think the sad thing is it becomes a, why are you limiting yourself? And I think that is a really sad statement. Yeah. You know, an African descent partner as a limit or, mm-hmm. or that, it, that even enters their mind. I think it's quite interesting that that happens. Yeah, I think that's quite sad be really honest like you're being diplomatic because you yeah. use the word interesting <laughs> but um i find it quite sad and what's interesting what is, what is interesting yes. is um a few years ago i say a few years ago probably around 10 years ago now had a conversation with um some elders who um, were peers of my granddad and they were back in jamaica and they had gone home and there was having a conversation with them about life when they moved to england in the early 50s and 
they spoke. Well, the wife, the mother spoke and she had said with a tinge of sadness that all four of their children, Mm. and I think that was two sons and two daughters, if I remember rightly, had married white and so they'd had mixed race grandchildren and she was really quite sad about it. But then I think the more she started talking about it or the more she got into the conversation, I think she checked herself that she didn't want to come across like she was being cold. But she said that it was very interesting to her that none of her partners went on to marry black partners and that obviously she loves her children and she loves her grandchildren and she she wouldn't, you know, change them. But she felt that had she not come to England, Mm. that that obviously wouldn't, would have been a less likely um, turn of events. And so she always felt like, oh, you know, out of the four of them, not one of them could find a black partner. And that I always find that quite striking. Um, and I think that parents play a big role in people dating other ethnicities or dating their own and, and how much pride they have in that and whether um, they look to their parents for approval. Do, do either of your parents have kind of designs on who you date Mm-mm. no so richie is it fair to say that you're a mixed race man i'm a mixed black man mix that's a fairer comment because i hate the word race in that context so a mixed black man yeah so when you say mixed what 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 ethnicities are you claiming so <laughs> claiming so my dad's black guyanese yep and my mom is burmese and indian okay and so do you feel like they have designs on who you should date Absolutely and and not. who you'll end up with? And even if they did, that doesn't matter. So they don't influence your choices they at can't. all? It's impossible. Mm-mm. It's my life. You sound a bit Ooh. aggy. Like, no, not at all. But I just feel like ultimately my mum and dad mm-hmm. can't give me a relationship. They can't do that. So it's fine. You can have your opinion if you really wanted one. That's amazing. Great for you. But you can't <laughs> offer me romantic love. That's a choice that I make for myself. Mm-hmm. And my parents know what my dating choices are. They yeah. know it's, it's black, 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 black. They know what it is. <laughs> I did a podcast with my dad recently and we spoke about that. Like okay. He knows what my choices are and there's never any qualms. My mm-hmm. family know that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And my mum never thinks, oh, why? Like, what about us? She never thinks <laughs> that. Like, she knows what it is. Like, it, this is the thing that I think sometimes my mixed experience is different to other people who are mixed. Okay. I wasn't raised outside of the black community or to believe that I was outside of it. Mm-hmm. I was raised as a member of it. Mm-hmm. So when mixed people are like, oh, one half is this. I'm, like, I'm not half of a person. I'm a full person. Yeah. But my parents have always reiterated the fact that I am part of the black community. Mm-hmm. So in dating somebody who is black, I don't feel like I'm dating somebody outside of myself or outside of my experience. Yeah. This is my community. Mm-hmm. I'm not outside of it. Mm-hmm. So my parents know that. It just makes it makes sense to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does make sense. How would you feel if you were rejected by a black partner who's like, mm. who was like, <clears throat> yeah, no. What your your hair's a little bit too straight. For I mean, I wish I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, oh, oh no, it's not straight down, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't say uh. <laughs> um. No, I, that is what it is. Like we've all got dating preferences, isn't it? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I will not oh, be angry okay. at mm. somebody saying, "Sorry, you don't fit my preference." How can I be angry at that? Like, yeah, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, like we, 
not everybody in the world, but we all want to find love and yeah. we have an ideal around what we're looking for. And if I am not that ideal for you, then you are obviously not the one for me either. Mm-hmm. And I think it's about respectfully stating that and moving on. Like, yeah. That doesn't upset me. Like, I'd be all right with it, I think. Because I want you to find a person who makes your heart sing too. Yeah. So like, why would I be vexed? So do, have you ever used a dating site, Richie? Yeah. And in your dating profile, have you ever stated that you... I don't date? need to because it was Tinder. So I just swipe. Yeah, but people obviously swipe on you still. No, oh, but then you don't. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. I but only, only Tinder. Yeah. You've not tried any others. No. Okay. Just Tinder. Chica. Mm? Yeah, dating. Have you ever tried online dating? Hinge. Me. Yeah, it's a whole you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the quaint laugh. <clears throat> What's your? What do you really want to know? I want to know if you've tried <laughs> online dating. Yeah. And in your profile, have you ever felt it necessary? Have you ever felt it necessary to state that you only date black? I have. And how how have you found the response to that, if any? Like, specifically to that point? So you you tend to get, um, oh, that's a shame you only like black guys. And I'm like, don't, don't why are you messaging me? Because you, you didn't, you, like, you read it, you saw it, but you still felt the need to come to try and challenge yep. me. I've got a question after. Uh-huh. Hold, it. Hold it in your belly. And I think a lot of the time it was in response to and maybe and maybe guys do this anyway, but there's this what what I've also found and I've seen some other women talk about it as well that I get I want you to walk up walk up and down me in heels, or I want you to um spank me or make me clean your bathroom or whatever. So it That's it, a whole different thing. It's kingdom. a whole nother no, but it's it's this kind domination. of domination. Yeah. Mm. From a black... Oh, based on um, based on a stereotype of... Yeah. yeah. So Dehumanisation. Okay. Yeah, so I think... So I have had to state that mm-hmm. because the hope is that it repels those comments, but it doesn't, really. And I... And and I suppose... Also, it's kind of like Richie said, again, because he talks first all the time, it's kind <laughs> of like doing it on the basis of saying, okay, this is... Um, this is a preference. Let's try to sort the wheat from the chaff early not that white people are chaff i'm not saying that but but the ideally what you're trying to say is that rather than you come and message me then i've got to try and be polite then you're going to try and persuade me let's not in it mm-hmm. let's just be as clear as possible yeah and to be honest i think in terms of a physical description that's probably the only thing that i've ever said so black guys mm-hmm. not black guys six foot two black, blah, 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 blah. i don't do all of that so it really is a one thing it doesn't have to be six foot are you one of one of a dying breed? Because everyone in a dog seems to want a man that's six foot or taller. People claim six foot and they're five foot six. So let's start there. Second of all, no. <laughs> okay. What's your question? If Seeing you, as it's not even your podcast. No, go ahead. If it's a discussion. Found, <laughs> I'm going to state the question anyway. Mm-hmm. If you found somebody non-black attractive, would you entertain it? Attractive like what? Like, like if you saw each other, like say you was on Tinder or something, mm. and their face popped up, mm. and you thought, "Raw, oh, like you're nice." Mm. Would you like? Would you entertain it? Would you swipe right? No. Is it left or right? Right. Swipe right, yeah. Swipe right. Would I swipe on his face? No. Would you swipe on his face? No. You by a chance, no? No. Just because there's there's loads. Of, was I saying it to you? I don't know. Go on. What are you gonna say? Oh, I mean, it's, it's a risk. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's, loads, there's lots of attractive white people. 
people around the place. It's not like, and the, do you know, do you know what's the, the wickedest thing now? It's these white guys with no hair and beards. You're like, really, really? <laughs> 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 right? Fetish, right? <laughs> Y'all yeah, <I'm> fetish. <laughs> and then like brogues and that. I do like a brogue and a jean. So I think so. So the idea of being handsome or well put together, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not it, because. I don't know what your thoughts are. I don't know if you would go to an England football match and throw bananas or flipping insult the players or, mm. you know, stare at me when I'm walking on a beach somewhere. I don't know all of that. I just, I literally just see a photo. So I think the idea that a picture is enough, for me personally, it's, it's not. And it wouldn't be enough to, to move me mm. into trying to find out if you're one who's not going to present you. me with problems yeah yeah challenges Mm. okay so so an an addition to that question then what richie asked natalie um he's talking about okay so you're online you see somebody would you swipe i know that you're a person that's driven by chemistry and and so my question would be you're in a space in a public space and you feel a chemistry connection with someone who's not black how do you deal with that and he's got on bros and he's got a beard and he's got and he's bald (laughs) and he's got jeans in it so look my lips quivering. No, 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 it isn't. I'm joking. Why are you egging the thing? No egg, he's vegan. No egg. Are you? No, it's not. I was going to say, really? A whole vegan? I just ate the whole Toblerone. True. We wouldn't know if it it was a vegan chocolate or not. Because I didn't even smell it. Listen, man inhaled that. I think think it's interesting. I've never felt chemistry with anybody other than a black person. So for me, that's that's immediately interesting i think i i am good at i'm good at interacting with people i put on a very good public face but it doesn't mean that there's anything beyond that mm-hmm. so i've never had a you know this idea of that was a temptation i've never experienced that. i was going to ask you that have you ever been tempted in inverted nah. comments i hate the phrase have you ever been tempted nah. like you're being drawn onto a side yeah. that is about something That's so great yeah. Yeah. no and no, no i haven't and i and um and, and and I don't know what what causes that. I, I think it's uh it's either if if attraction is innate and if preferences are innate, mm-hmm. but there is a there there is a definite way of socialising, particularly men, mm-hmm. into lighter, brighter partners. I agree. Yeah, I agree. when they're black. So so I definitely think that there's a that there's a social aspect to it. But for me personally, mm-hmm. and you were talking before about parents and parentage, I think. Not that it was ever made explicit, but it was never, we were never told one way or the other to do or not to do. Yeah. I do think it's interesting, like you were saying about um, your your family member, your grandma, grandfather's... His people, then. His people, mm-hmm. that there's no black grandchildren. And I think that, I, I wonder what that must feel like. Mm. Because as you said before about a mirror image of yourself, you just think, what, like you said, not one. But the sad, the sad flip side of that is, yeah. is that some families can't wait for someone to bring home a white partner. Mm. And so even in that sadness, I think it would be interesting to know that at the time it was happening, yeah. when Johnny and Mary was bringing home one and then another, then another, then that one was pregnant in it, because that's ten- what tends to happen. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to know I think we, I think black people in general are very accepting. Yeah. I don't think we make massive political statements. And I think saying that I only date black is a political small piece statement. Mm-hmm. So that's why, as, 
the guy was wearing the t-shirt and that's why Rich is like I literally is saying I don't have to state it because I just yeah. beat it mm-hmm. um but I certainly think that in some ways it is the responsibility of of our families and I think it's difficult because if someone brings home a white person you can't say no put them back on the road but at the same time, <laughs> and where you get them from? That's right. them back. But then at the same time, you're like, do you make extra effort, extra fuss, extra noise to be like, so then to so make then them the to person... make them feel welcome and accepted? I think it must be quite complex. Yeah, I, I think I've seen that people bring home somebody and everybody goes out of their way to make the person feel welcome, and I'm not sure that that happens in reverse. To be fair, mm-hmm. um, and so it's always very interesting and again to come back to the book queenie um is it is queenie fictitious i thought so but then i wasn't 100 percent sure um and there's the scene in the story where she um basically it turns out she had upset the the boyfriend's family because the uncle had been making racial slurs she got upset and then apparently everyone decided she'd ruined the, the birthday uh. celebrations because <laughs> how dare she get upset about being wow. being abused racially in front of the whole family and i always think you know that idea that you that you be with somebody else and you have to face those things on a daily basis and that must just wear you down but then also not everyone's attuned to race not everybody thinks about race not every like because like, we're all the same and we i don't see color and i think oh, your podcast is aimed at <laughs> 70s and 80s and people who are 28 babies <laughs> so i think there's something in there i think there's something Ooh. i think there's something in there about about age because certainly i think around we're some of that generation pe- yeah i think we maybe grew up with different things i think younger people teens and people in their 20s are like everybody's everybody yeah and it's just a girl and that's just a guy i'm not seeing that with younger people i'm really? seeing black love everywhere that's interesting like online i, I, I see, see it not not young i don't see that in a, in the younger demographics i see that really? in people 30 plus maybe even 35 yeah. plus i see i don't know it's that in 20s people like, if in I'm their going 20s. on twitter and that, enough people maybe it's how you create your timeline yeah i'm seeing enough black people getting married like young black yeah, couples yeah, but, in love getting married but i think married. that's i think they're nigerian I, yeah and they're churchy yeah they are you know see it's a very it's a very specific type of yeah, demographic yeah. of people that get married they're in their on 20s. It, they're married you're quick right, everyone's going right. to a wedding you're like oh i need to get it up. you're 22 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. as soon as you finish uni that's it it's a wrap yeah, or you true. met the person at uni and then yeah, you're like you lock yeah. them down for two years you're bang. right you know yeah. it's true it's true yeah. but then we've got to say well done in it because if now say one thing say another if your purpose is about family and building and mm-hmm. community then they're they're doing it and they got it on lock if it's because you have to and it's an expectation, yeah, then you're meeting that family commitment. Yeah. If it's because, yeah, you've genuinely met this person and, and you've made a, a decision to be with somebody who's Nigerian. Because the other question is, is it, a, is it about being with somebody who's Nigerian or about being with somebody who's black? And I think a lot of the time it's about being with somebody who is Yoruba. So it's ethnicity yeah, as opposed to race. I think so. Okay. In, that very, in that very specific context. It's what? Yeah. Instead of race? Sorry. Ethnicity. Okay. Mm. it's tribal yeah that's what i'm thinking as well that it's tribal because but then a lot of people say i don't need someone who's from the caribbean like you hear that a lot i see that on the timeline a lot i'd only date a jamaican so i get it if we're talking about the black community collectively yeah isn't that ethnicity am i wrong 
I think that's just cult. It's just is cultural it similarities. In I don't know. No. no, I wouldn't say so. But I think that's just no, cultural. It's not distinct tribal definitions. But in in Africa, there is. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I, I guess it depends where the the, the conversation is focused, isn't it? Mm. Are we focusing on the black community as a whole? Because if that is the case, then it's ethnicity. If we're focused on Africa specifically, then we're talking about tribal, right? I would. I so interestingly, I would still call a Yoruba an ethnic group. Interestingly, but that could be completely. But I don't have any angst about the word tribal. Mm-hmm. It's the only African in in the room. Yeah, then it we're is all tribal. African in the room. So yeah. you have to let it land. Huh? You have to let that land. The first generation, fair. maybe, yes, but I wouldn't land. say only African. Go on, right. I'm her. Okay. I'm her. Anyway, go on, Winnie. You talk her. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, wait, you know, I'm just saying that Woo. as someone who's who's background. In the main mm, is African. It's getting worse out here. Whatever. I know, you see the gesticulation. I feel threatened right now. I'm just saying. Sierra yeah, Leone's coming for me. Listen, it's, it's a, I'm just saying it's, it's classed as a tribal yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. No, I hear so, it. Because totally. I get that all the time. I found it interesting, actually, earlier that someone said that they've never had their parents tell them that they can't date someone. I found that quite interesting. I don't know. If that's yeah, I think, I think that's a common thing. Between the three of us, that maybe that uh, we've never had a parent say you can't date or you shouldn't date X because I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, actually, I that. that's not entirely true. I've had that, so that's actually not true. But interestingly, I grew up with a white stepfather, and he used to tell me on a weekly basis, "You don't ever, you don't you ever bring no," and he would use racial slurs to greet different categories of people. And he would basically tell me, you can't bring these people home. You can't bring these people home. And I was so confused because I would look at him and think, but you're white. How are you going to sit here and tell me I can't have an Asian boyfriend? Like, it just made no sense to me. And he didn't think there was anything wrong with that. that, Yeah, because you you intersect the minute. No, but that's levels, though. Yeah, of course it is. But why are you expecting logic? So, So I think in terms of don't, my first boyfriend was from Sierra Leone, interestingly. So we... Don't celebrate. No, I'm joking. No, he's, he's amazing. He's, he's still amazing. Do you know what I mean? He's Aww. a wonderful guy. And then what I also know from my grandma was that our people were from Sierra Leone. But I think... And I think we'd sort of touched on it before, which was around how we navigate those cultural differences. So yeah. I, I definitely think... Which is ethnicity, right? Which I would say would be... Yeah, nationality and then yeah, culture. Yeah, so when cool. I, when yeah, so when when I was with him, mummy never was like you shouldn't be with him. But certainly, oh, you've got to be aware of sometimes people do things differently. Now my mum travels mm-hmm. extensively in Africa and around the place. Yeah. So I think it was never a. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it was never that. No, no words. The noise. So yeah. The noise and the lip pointing. Yeah. So it was never that, but I think it was more of a. You know, Africans do things differently. Now, what's interesting is you hear it. Yeah. And I don't necessarily process it as a as a negative as a negative mm-hmm. because I think there are differences, and I know that when I was in not to do the that one time in band camp story, but when I was in Zimbabwe, <laughs> certainly there were loads of differences socially. So how you speak to your boss, how you might write a letter, how you apply for a job, all of those things were completely different. And mm-hmm. similarly, in terms of relationships and how one would be a woman 
to a man okay that's very different and so i think leaving here to go there is quite an adjustment so for example mm-hmm. i can look at your face yeah so <laughs> for example the lady that i stayed with um yeah that's awkward so people might have a helper so in the house you'd have a helper so the yeah. helper would do your washing your cook your meals look after your children mm-hmm. um clean house that kind of thing. like a house girl like always, a house always, always always that is that disrespectful i think house girl because she's a big woman the, okay the, the, a lot of people that i met some were 17 18 19 but you have also women who are older yeah now what's interesting is some men will say even if we've got a helper my wife has to wash my clothes now i'm like bruv we've both been to work so my already <laughs> i'm like oh, i'm tired no but why are you coming mashing up dynamic so that's, that's why the expectation. I think be, that would be the expectation so i think that those are the kinds of and this is not saying people in rural and people in town this is just just some men right? yeah yeah so i think for me those would be some of the big bigger challenges that i think can occur mm-hmm. when you are when you go to a place yeah if a person is here i don't think that those things leave them because they're socialized in those ways similar same way that we're socialized in certain things mm-hmm. and then i think when you're unmarried at a certain age you're very one way doesn't mean you can't adapt but i think that that one way own wayness becomes a thing speak for yourself i'm talking to for myself totally no, I'm joking. I'm joking. um so i think that so for me those would be the kind of cultural lord how are we gonna around those things yeah so i think even within the context of of the black love like we had here in it mm-hmm. what you can't say you're african we're all african for example mm-hmm. if you you want to politically be with somebody yeah that shares your view whatever that view happens to be mm-hmm. um because it's not just as easy as well we've got the same melanin content and that's it there's mm-hmm. still an unpicking underneath mm-hmm. all of that yeah i agree would you would you say that your your choice to only date black is impacted by um procreation in any way would you would you think that your choice to have or not have children would be influenced by your choice to only date someone that looks like you no go ahead (laughs) what you mean like i'd want to have like a baby that was like like a black baby not brown not brown with curly hair or light eyes or whatever it is that people sometimes look for (laughs) um interestingly i think i've always i've always seen children in the context of a relationship yeah and i've never seen you mean for yourself for myself sorry Mm -hmm. yeah um so so my choice of partner is so the black man partner the black partner kang the kang yeah yeah kang so the kang is going to be (laughs) is the choice and so then so then what what or how a child would look out of that union mm-hmm. was never like a well if i date like someone like a richie like he's kind of black but uh, oh you didn't mean. respond oh, no, no 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 no, no. <laughs> so then i'd be like hopefully child would be like not 4c there'll be 6s i don't understand that coding system <laughs> so, it, so i've never had that level of like i've never had that level of <laughs> depth of thought about it so considering that was a long answer to say no it's never been something that i've thought of like get a lighter get a darker get a this get a that Mm -mm, never okay fair dues fair dues all right so we've reached a point in the show where we like to play a little bit of tombola so what this means is we have some really random questions 
And these are A and B questions. You have to choose an answer. <gasps> so the interesting part, the interesting part is that they're not particularly risque questions. Um, but you just have to you have to say why you chose the answer that you yeah. chose. You're like shaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't do. do I say why? Yeah. I don't say why. You have to say why. So oh. she turned to me and said, "You'll struggle with that." But whose leg is shaking? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're they're easy questions, and so you're gonna give your answer. You're gonna give your reason why because that's what's gonna make it interesting. And so um, we're gonna just choose the first one. I don't know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be really random. Well, that's cool. We're using a tombola on, on, on Winita's phone. On Our producer is producing a phone and producing the questions. Now, go ahead. Okay, so, Richie, favourite cuss word and why? Oh, I swear all the fucking time. <laughs> so extra. Skunt. Oh, Woo. now this is a good one. I'm glad you said that because as a, as a British Jamaican... And I have you know, to you no say African and then no. Do you know why? Like, oh, because you didn't. Be, are you going to be? Are, are you going to be defensive? <laughs> or are you just going to hear the rest of the question? I definitely use "ras" more. Okay. Like that word. Is so no, you you chose that first. Mm. So my my point of reference before we need to jump down my throat was, as someone who hears a lot of cuss words come from the Caribbean, there are some from the other islands and countries because Guyana's not an island I've been told many a time um I've been, I've been cast many a time about myself when I kept saying it to wind people up um so yeah as someone who is um not familiar with some of the the cussings and the, and the colloquisms that come out of some of the other islands and countries whenever I've heard someone use that like I felt wounded like someone punched me in the gut not even in the face in the gut and that left me doubled over it's like that is said with such venom. But it's used in very different ways. Isn't yeah, it? and that's well, what I've realised. I tired of scones. Yeah. I dare upon scones. Yeah. What is it? Hold on, stop. Scum. What does that mean? The second one. Anything. I'm tired of scones. Like, yeah, what does that mean? Like, I'm Did, fucking tired. What would we in England? What, tired as arsehole. I'm knackered. Oh, yeah. knackered as arsehole. I'm tired of scones, yeah. boy. Go pick up the scones. You are It's like a noun. It's a noun. But it's not rude. Scones. Very rude. I say it is rude. Yeah. It's rude. But sometimes you use so it. So when so when someone calls somebody a mother skunt, what does that oh mean? Lord. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. I got a pussy rass, Yeah, but what does that mean? No, it's rude. Yeah, it's rude. Okay. It's like a, it's is it like calling someone a mother effer? Yeah. Okay. You but you say to you your friend though, like you might say, Oh yeah, never mind scunt. What does that mean? Like you're just doing the most. Are you doing the most? You're moving mad. Right. So why can't you just say you're doing the most? Because it's Chinese. <laughs> Get out of the dance. I'm man. joking. I'm joking. Kick her out. Oh wow! I love that word. I love how it sounds. Isn't it? Clearly. It's bad, yeah. Are we both answering the same question? No. no. Oh. Chica, name something that someone has done to turn you off. What was it, and why did it turn you off? You need to think quick because we can't have empty spaces. It? I don't know. Um... You edit it. I think things like. <laughs> he his eye. Um, I love the way he looked at you. Things like. Talk more, so I'm thinking. So, Richie says something about how to eat or eating loudly. I wouldn't say that was it. I would say something around um, just being unimaginative, which is unfair. Or, um, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, that's quite subjective. Ego. So, I'll say, 
I don't think that we're going to get on because you're very religious and I'm really not. No, our religions are not important. It's not a thing. We're going to get over it. And I'm like, no, honestly, it is going to be a thing because it will always be a thing. I have no... I have no interest. I don't believe in, in any form of formal religion. And then they argue. And then we always come back to exactly what I said in the first place. That is so a problem. <laughs> those kind of things are a turn off. Because you could have just listened to me in the first place. Why are you trying to convince me? How dare you think you could be right? Mm-hmm. It's one of them, isn't it? And sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have a new partner, Richie. Who you introduced him first? Friends or family? That's nice. And why? Friends. Because... I just feel like friends know you in different capacities. Like, I feel like you can only introduce a certain amount of people to your family, you know? That's a big thing. Like, if I'm introducing you to my family, I'm like, yo, like, this is it. But it depends. But it doesn't, like, depend. Yeah, like, family's a big thing, you know? Like, my family's a big... Yeah, because... And my mum is... My mum's rowdy, bruv. So, (laughs) when you leave, hey, don't... I remember what my mum once said about it next. Don't bring that snake in my Oh wow! And nothing happened. Nothing happened. My friends, I just think they're probably as critical as my family. Yeah. But they deliver it in a different way, and they know a dynamic of me that my parents don't know. Actually, yes. you know they're like, "Oh, your parents know you through and through." No, yeah, no. actually, different. they only know the face that you show them. Yeah. I've got friends like your sister, yeah, who's the absolute love of my life, like mm-hmm. my bestest friend ever. Like, she knows me in in and out. Yeah. So she'll know if something matches me or not, and she's always right. So for me, friends is more important, but the respect thing for me. Mm-hmm. So to get this is I'm answering this really long. I'm sorry to get no, an idea about the person. Yeah, my friends. Yeah, but when it comes to respect, mm-hmm. it's my parents. Like they birth me in it, like, mm-hmm. and I don't really want my mom to, mum and dad to see people in out, in out, in out, in out. That's really interesting because I don't. You know I, mean? I think a lot. The reason why I threw up my hand was because I think from a from a a, a sex male female thing. Mm. I wouldn't have thought, or no, let me not say that. I think I see a lot of examples, or I have seen a lot of examples where men take anybody home and everybody mm. knows and they got a woman and, and they've got nothing women special on about the side it anymore. And mum knows and dad knows and their siblings my family know. Wouldn't play that at all. I think it was an interesting answer that you gave. Like yeah. you know what it is? My mum and dad's like in a lot of ways are really traditional. Like you never know what your parents do outside of the house. But mm-hmm. what happens what I've seen being raised my dad wasn't a womanizer at all, mm-hmm. and my mum is not hasn't got like enough man. Like they've been together thirty. <laughs> my mum hasn't got enough man. It's a fact. But, but, but your parents are married. Given my mum ain't got enough man. Enough what man, she ain't on that? <laughs> my mum's not out here like that. My mum and dad have been together for thirty-seven years, yeah. and when I look at their relationship and what love and relationships mean to them, mm-hmm. like I really value their opinion, you know. And mm-hmm. I think if you aren't, if if I've got any doubts about you and the future, I'm not introducing you to them. Yeah. Like they're the blueprint in a lot of ways and I'm never going to have a relationship exactly like this. It's impossible mm-hmm. because they're not me. Yeah. But like I respect their union and mm-hmm. whenever, if I bring someone to my mum and dad, this is me saying, yo, that's me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how I feel about it. Oh, wow. That's, that's touching, moved. man. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's damn. how I feel, yeah. Shut a tear. <laughs> Shit, goddamn. Scott T. <laughs> yeah, they're part Scott. <laughs> Cheek up. First date, coffee or dinner and why? Oh, I need to hear this. <laughs> you said, oh. Dinner? Because? I want to squeeze your toes on my knees. Ooh. I like your style. Interesting. <laughs> and, what, and what would it mean to you? Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, 
so the thing is, it, it maybe sounds snobbish, but I think there's there's certain things that grate, and then there's certain things that are. Why don't you know that? And in and and I and although I will always ask a question about why don't you know that, I'm always looking. So if somebody uses their knife and fork the wrong way, yeah. even though some would argue that they that every way is a right way, I'm certainly going to be interested to know how well do you how do you eat how do you speak and eat those things are important yeah they are speak um (laughs) and also i think that there's something around one's attitude to waiters how do you speak Mm -hmm. to people that serve you Mm -hmm. um i think those things can show um a, a, a number of different character traits yeah kind of without any effort yeah. So we can all put on an act in it on on the on the WhatsApp which people like to do because mm-hmm. everything's WhatsApp these days. Shout out Zuckerberg <laughs> and that. But ultimately, there's also a point at which your natural how you come across will be part of that. Notice I didn't say who pays on the date. Cause yeah, because I'm not so relevant. But certainly, yeah, just oi, listen, yeah, bring bring another bottle. What? <laughs> listen. Uh, stand, stand. <laughs> Isn't it rich? Yeah, yeah, I agree. There's two things in that though. Mm. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of winding you up. That what someone could say about whether you use the knife and fork the, the right way around is these are European ideals of mm, food nice. consumption. Mm-hmm. It could be. But it could be. Mm-hmm. Dep- but it could depend on what you're eating. And it's about how you consume the food, you know. Because if your mouth is clapping, I don't care where your knife and fork is. But if your mouth is clapping and sounding like a washing machine, I'm not in it. But then, <laughs> but then that, it. but even that's cultural because. Koreans, for example, slurp noodles. Yep. We are talking about black love. No, you get So why are you telling me about Europeans then? Because you, some people argue. You some are people imposing argue European that. ideals. They are the people who come up with the knives and forks in the ways that they did. Listen. So for example We create the utensils. But it would it, okay then. So alright, you make a good point. So I would say that if I'm eating injera in an Ethiopian restaurant, yep. then yeah. I'm going to expect us to adhere to that practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I eat sadza, you go, you wash your hands mm-hmm. and you come and you eat and then you wash your hand back. If I'm going to um a Chinese restaurant and there's chopsticks, give it a go, innit? Let's not, let's not do the whole. Oh yeah, mate, give me a spoon. Oh what? yeah, that's really upsetting. Because yeah, yeah, like, so you got no culture and you're not even willing to try. But what I was going, the other point that's I was going to make. I'm just I'm winding up a little bit. But like, <laughs> you, you bring a roti. You know, <laughs> like, also, I feel like coffee should be able to be an option. Okay, as a first date, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get it, you know? Like, I get it. Yeah. But in, in the choice of A and B, so I'm saying by the time we have a coffee, it's not to say that the coffee is not going to tell me certain things, but you know what? Let's skip to my loo to certain <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. different different standards of things. So uh, that's why I would go. If I had a choice... I hear, I feel you. Don't eat wangs. Wangs, <laughs> girls. We're not eating wings. Girls, we're not wings. I don't eat wings. I'm a queen. But yeah, but yeah, it's interesting you said it because I said to someone the other day that I think a second date is a first date. And so I would always choose coffee for a first date on the basis of it's low investment. And ideally, I want to get to know you offline or off the phone and in person on that first meeting. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to spend a load of money doing it. And if you and get I don't pumpkin want, spice like, latte, I'll never date you again. Them ones, yeah. Who does that? That's American. Like, People don't do that in real life, surely. They sell them here. 
Wow. Okay. Do you judge the drink? So, do I judge the drink? Yeah, do you know I what? Know. I don't judge the drink unless. Oh, great. Unless. Okay, you're drinking milk. Mm. Yeah, like if the person. Are you five? No, but if the person drank cow's milk, I think I might actually be a bit put off, if I I'm told honest. You. I, I tell yeah, you. And I didn't even I think about it until you, you just said that. Like, I don't expect everyone to drink soya or coconut milk or oat oh, milk or one other sultanic. Oh, God. Only milk? Oh, but. But Have you got any milk? soya coconut latte with pumpkin spice on it? I'm like, what? No. Hey, that coconut chai though is the coconut thing chai is the one. Yeah. With, yeah. with vanilla syrup. Wow. Yeah. No, that's too much though. It's bad. Mm-mm. I'm gonna show you the ways. Okay then. It's tombola over. Tombola's over. Yeah. I'm really sad. I was enjoying that. Oh, I wow. like tombola. Yeah, it's good to <laughs> make it a big segment. <laughs> well. It has been a pleasure to have you both. Um, it's been fun. It's been a little bit, little bit rowdy, but um, enjoyable nonetheless. And so I just want to thank you both for being part of episode one of the, the Situationship, yeah. otherwise known as Situationship Central, which um, I chose Black Love as it's Black History Month in the UK. And obviously this will publish um, before the month ends. And so... Thank you for being a part of it. To my kings and queens. Kings and queens. Um, big love to the girl in the red glasses who insists, I'm just here being quiet. And then she got gassed when the topic got high, um, heated. So um, my name has been Comfort, without apology. And we shall see you again next time. Take care. Peace. Yay. Thanks for listening. You've been tuned in to Situationship Central with your girl, Comfort Without Apology. Catch us again sometime soon. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe and share and connect with us on socials at Situationship Central.